Warning, explicit nerd-centric material. No, not like that. Cursing. Goddamn degenerates. And, uh, somehow we're back. Um, I apologize again for us taking a little bit of time off. Uh, as mentioned before, we had a death in the podcast family, but mm -hmm. we are back and joined by Matt and Candice. Mm -hmm. And I'm, of course, Brian, and we're going to talk about uh, music and sound effects in games, both video and tabletop. Yeah, mainly leaning on tabletop, but yeah, yeah. I'm certain that. There's no way we're going to talk about music and games and not, <laughs> not talk wait, about sound effects. Into that. We have Matt. We have myself. We're going to railroad something. Oh, yeah. It's inevitable. Yeah. I mean, basically, our podcasts are a giant field of tracks that are laid out, and eventually some train's going to hop onto another one and find its way into the bushes. Bushes? Jesus, I've been taking mine out in the ocean. I don't know. This thing isn't <laughs> rusted all to hell yet. This is a whole different trolley problem. <laughs> it is a trolley problem. <laughs> uh, now, uh, I thought we'd start with talking about ambient music and tabletop RPGs and kind of mm -hmm. see where we go from here, because I know by the end there's going to be a 20-minute dissertation on the Mario theme song. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's somewhere in the pipeline. Someone's going to bring it down. But um, <clears throat> background, background music, sound effects, and uh, tabletops. What? Does it bring ambience to you? Well, that's really it a divided depends. thing, too, because I, I know players and GMs both who will swear up and down because, I mean, some of the most memorable moments I can remember in some of the games is like taverns and having like the background MP3s that are like people at a tavern talking overlaid with an actual sound of someone playing like some traditional instrument. That adds something to it. But I also have GMs that have groups that are easily distracted. Oh, you and, mean like when you have the bard that says, I'm going to do inspiration, and they name this, you know, modern or classic rock song, and well, yeah. for the next five minutes of your game, everyone is just singing, we are the champions? Yeah, like, well, even that, it also, it also is very dependent upon what you pick for win, because you can have ambience, but if it doesn't fit the scene, it just makes the game feel stilted. I'm going to go ahead and throw out real quick that for me, licensed games is definitely a place where sound effects and theme musics shine. Star yeah. Wars with droid well, noises yeah. and Wookiee noises oh, yeah. and, and Star Trek with teleporters. And they'll make they'll make ones for like YouTube where you get, because we had a guy that look it up on YouTube, but oh, yeah, like there's nothing that 10 hours of bar yeah. noise. There, there's nothing that Camera may noise. kill it every now and then if you find one that has like an advertisement at the beginning. So your GM's oh, like, hang yeah, on, y'all yeah. go into a bar, and then a Geico commercial starts up, and you're like, give it like five seconds. Uh, fucking you! This is where this is where your premium music apps or uh, MP3s see, are see, important. This is where, as a GM, you have your thing on silent and wait for the commercial because you know there's going to be a commercial, and then you just slowly bring up the music at, because as you're walking in, barm. Bar sounds aren't just open door. Blah. It's oh, I can kind of hear the tavern off Start the distance. Open. Yeah. yeah, I mean, th there's an amount of dedication to be able to do it. It's just as doing the game as a craft of crafting an actual narrative, being able to effectively use the sound effects because you can have all the sound effects in the world, but if you know, they're my buddy Andrew was the mm -hmm. first person to really put some thought into his game. He was our 
dedicated Star Wars nerd. Right. So he'd run the Star Wars games for us. And he had two CDs that he made. One was just the background noises or the background sound of uh, scores. Mm-hmm. And the other was character building. And it was nothing but fucking Star Wars parody songs. And mm-hmm. nothing quite puts you into the mood than Weird Al's Yoda and the saga begins mixed with... Yes, all the other random parody songs of Star Wars, and it it, it was great for us to just bullshit over while yeah. we're talking out character building. I, I think I think to get to the core of this question is you got to get to the core of well of what does it add to the game? Does it truly add anything to the game to have that? I think it takes a deft hand. If yeah. you're going to do it, put work into it, not just throw it off. It, it also doesn't really work when you're already in the middle of the scene and somebody goes, wait, 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 guys, I gotta get a great idea. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We're, we're, it's gotta be planned. You can't just, because whenever you get into the actual game and you're playing it and then someone decides to add ambiance in the middle, the problem is, is that you, part of the ambiance noise is to take some of the burden of imagination off the players to be able to focus it out elsewhere. But it's sort of that phenomenon that happens when, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, if you ever read the Harry Potter books before the Harry Potter movie, mm-hmm. and then you had in your mind what Harry Potter looked like and what he sounded like, and then the movies kind of threw you off. The problem is, is that you if you tell them you go into a bar and a bard is playing and you don't already have the music going, they're going to fill in that music. Yep. And then you start playing something else like, that's eh, not what I heard. I was not thinking about somebody yeah. playing a lute for some reason. For some reason, I'm a, uh, what is that? I'm a weeaboo, and so I'm thinking there's a bard sitting in the corner playing a music, and I'm picturing some little uh, little Chinese lady playing a biwa or something. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And so that, that can have a boomerang back. Be like, it's with anything that you do with the game. Have your stuff planned out. There's not much. For storyline, sometimes you can work it off the fly, but like for presentation, it's yeah. real hard to just add in the middle of it. And, you know, if you want that badass fight music, you don't just have that randomly on a CD and all of a sudden the fight music starts going off while the guy is giving you a quest. <laughs> or or even, in the, even in the opposite of that, if you want that badass fight music, don't hold up the game and go, hang on, we're about to get into combat. I gotta look for something. You know? For me, I do all my GMing off my laptop. Yeah. And when I pull up the, the monster stats in my little builder. I've also pulled up the YouTube on the, the Windows 10. You got the two thing, two, screw, mm-hmm. two things open on one yeah. screen. Tap the music started as I'm pulling up the stats for the monster. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta do it. If you're gonna do it, put some effort into it. Yeah, it's not well, something you can half-ass. Well, it's kind of basically just like with movies. There's a reason that you have a sound engineer, not someone just going, uh, this sounds cool, Mark. What? Yeah, because... What? I mean, you know, wh- why is this, you know... And you damn sure shouldn't be a Foley artist at your table. Oh, oh God, no. Uh, Matt just critically hit on that orc. He broke his neck. Hold on a second. Rubbish through the fridge to grab some celery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and, and um, th- this is getting into uh, uh, a little bit of craziness, but um, even even... Even Candace was in a play that I wrote a long time ago. <laughs> and we had a Foley artist. We had, you know, acting as a Foley artist where you do all the different stuff and everything. But even by doing that, you realize it's inefficiency in the moment. Mm-hmm. 
uh-huh. and you realize that it's not going to go smoothly. It's not going to be because one, you're not going to get the same sounds that you want. No, Things. but it was also part of the character just well, to be yeah. a fuck up, yeah. which was hilarious. And that it worked for, but when you're sitting at a table and you're like, oh, the sound of horses, I'm not going to do it here because I'll get punched in the godforsaken face. Yeah. Yeah, do you, you start tapping it? on the table like, duh, 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 like. You're always going to have someone that, that does that out. one mouth that. Or, or mouth noises. Oh, my God. <laughs> it can be fun if you can. Well, it's it music. I think it ties straight back into doing character voices. Character voices can be fun and immersive, but if you do too many of them and you go too stupid with them, they start pulling away. Yeah, like I remember, I was I was taught early on to do character voices, and the problem is, is that I don't have a big bevy of voices. You? No. no. <laughs> well, I don't. I, at least for like, whenever you meet a peasant, there's like. A folder that's just present. They're like, yes, what? And that's just it. Like, the butcher, hello, I'm the butcher. And then you go to the the blacksmith, hello, I'm the blacksmith. And you're like, okay. Now it just seems stupid. Mm-hmm. And the see, music could go the same see, way. Though. I find this hilarious <laughs> because, because in he does my the most mind, voices of the podcast, right? No, yeah, mm-hmm. but I find it hilarious because now I'm picturing this world where everywhere that the adventurers go, you just have this guy that's running behind all of the businesses <laughs> and putting on a different hat, and I'm like. I misunderstood how a monopoly works. Instead of doing only all business for one thing goes through me, I, I, I did it the wide way and I, I just do all businesses. And I took it more like the board game, you see. I, I own Park Place and I own I own Boardwalk. And, oh, they're gone. I gotta go to the ale shop. That's where they seem to be going. The one that gets me is... That, that usually falls into two categories. Yeah. I feel like is, I'm pretty sure this is happening. There's that episode of Avatar The Last Airbender where the one guy literally is crazy and he's got three different hats he puts on. No, mm-hmm. I'm Doc. I work at the docks. No, I'm Sue. I work at the store. Yes. <laughs> and it, it's funny lampshading and that's great. Yeah. yeah. Or the other one is very much a Pokemon world. Every time you go into the Pokemon uh it's you the have same a person. Nurse joy. You have yeah. a nurse joy. Every, every yep. tavern has the same sounding guy. I always love it because uh, the first time that I noticed I had that problem, and I wanted to bring this back to music, but I'll do this real quick. Is every time the first time I noticed I had that problem is I had a gamer, uh, well, a, a player. I say gamer. I play <laughs> more video, but I had a player point out that someone had the same voice, and it was that basically that voice, and so it became a character <laughs> to where they're that? like, "Weren't you just at the the thing?" I fish in a different province on my days off. So you're supposed to ferry us over there. I mean, I'm here now, unless you want to wait for another ferryman. You know, we were talking about <laughs> books in the pre in the episode pregame today, and we were talking about uh, the Pratchett novels came up. And every city in that uh, world seemed to have their own variation of cut me own throat dibbler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed <laughs> when they went off to uh, Spectacles Guy. I can't remember the character's name, but he had these two eyes or whatever. He was this Asian tourist <laughs> and he had these big giant glasses. When they went to his little Asian area, then instead of cut me own throat dibbler, they had disembowel myself honorably. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and, and one of the things though is that this this goes back to the music because one of the one of the traps people kind of run into is you're going to go into probably more than one tavern in a gaming session. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. And 
you know what you don't want? Elevator music. You don't want your tavern music to be the same in every tavern. It's sort of like they're walking into a Target and it's like Christmas time and everybody has like Let It Go being played on the background until you it know, gets maddening. For, for, for that same point, though, sometimes you can do it that simply. I had uh, – we had, we had this great uh, video rental place that also – was the anime hub. His brother was stationed in Hong Kong. He oh, would- yeah, yeah. I was about to make a video rental things are dead, but then I realized what you're talking about, and I love that shop, and I won't do that. <laughs> you best not, because I know everybody. I knew I, I was on shop. first name basis with everybody who worked there. But I had, mm-hmm. I had gotten a uh, Princess Mononoke soundtrack. Yeah. And nice. I would throw that in in background music on D&D nights, and sometimes, yes, it would be inappropriate. It would go into the... High, uh, the the high combat, killing the boar theme music while we're in the middle of courtly politics. And now here yeah, we have King in the background. Someone's just like <laughs> running in with a meat cleaver to chop the head off something. But <laughs> it was a great soundtrack to just I throw mean, into the background. On what and just court let it you're in? If you are in, if you're in a goblin's court, then all all things. I was going to say, ah, oh, nah, fuck. Now I forgot the race. Uh, the spider and loving elves. Drown. The spider Drown. loving elves. I like no. that that's the definition. <laughs> we have a long storied history. Hey, I, I would You're like the ones that like spiders. I would like to point out that You're Drown the emo has elves. Okay. <laughs> because at least now we're not calling them the black skinned elves. <laughs> yeah, it's 2020. We might be in the middle of a pandemic, but we gotta be at least somewhat racially sensitive to well, these I mean, come elves. on. <laughs> when they, like, fuck up, the female drows, like, become these. Spider centaur driders. Yes. Why is it that I oh, want to put yeah. a drider as a hooker in one of my games now? <laughs> <laughs> we all know. We all know this one in porn. Spiders eat their lips to people they you. <laughs> is my cephalothorax, is, is my abdomen not as voluptuous as you wish? Well, I mean, there's a like a watermelon. <laughs> that Thorax so, has the cushion for the pushing. It does. I give it an 8 out of 10. Did she enjoy it? She went. He stuck to the wall. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Heights. I didn't exactly like the idea of being hung upside down. 4 out of 10. <laughs> I want I want I want one of them to be in a thong. I want to see how that would work. Uh, when it's we just a rope. When we get done recording Gabe, we have a conversation we have to have. Oh that's joy. Okay. But I mean that that's the thing, is that you know, you can you can The Coloca is open for business. <laughs> you can stick yourself into oh. a rut though with music because okay. if you don't have enough different music or varied then whatever you're describing is going to take on similarities wherever that music was before. So this tavern looks like this tavern, and that fight looks a lot like that fight in their head. You kind of run that risk. Not as much with fight music, but like location music. I find personally, and this is just me showing my age here, my my favorite thing was that day that I evolved to a three-disc changer uh, stereo, and I could just have... Okay, this is combat music, and this is traditional. And you just click, it goes, yeah, and goes in the right place. But if you're if you're if you're a smooth GM, you know people get up to use the potty right before combat. And... Yeah. Well, and and the other thing about it is too is that as much as you want to plan out the game, because you could put a whole scoring to your game. There's there's Cinescape. Oh, yeah, yeah but... there's a website that you can pay twenty bucks a month or whatever, and they have 
great music, but I'm not paying them 20 bucks a month to mix yeah, MP3s. But I, mean, like, I can do that on my computer. You could, you could plan out all the songs in like a playlist and have like, they're going to be at the tavern here, here, but, the, but, the, but inevitably it's going to happen like all tabletop games where you have some dumb fuck that wanders off into the, the moors and the next thing you have is like the pan celebration for their festival and you're like... This is a dark swamp. I'm not playing pan music. No, see, what I would always do, and this is, again, showing age. But you don't know what they're finding in that I swamp. Would have, <laughs> I would have see, sick... I, if make I them, had that... Make them confused I, by playing really upbeat music, and then they get eaten by an alligator. See, or I'm the group. person that, you, know, like, yes. you, know, you walk into a swamp, and they're like... Why the fuck? And just have, like, this magical sh- shit just, like, I'm come magical out. whimsy. I have mud on my head. <laughs> okay, we don't need to be here. This place is just weird. <laughs> you know, doodly, just, doodly, 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 the pixies tell have, me like, all the things. Just have, like, the weirdest, happiest, fucked up mushroom people just come out, like, Hi, we never get visitors. <laughs> and then one of the, they all have to make a, a, a perception check, so they all roll, and then one person fails it and just steps on someone, and they all just have that inhale kind of scream, like, <gasps> <laughs> well, no. time to go to the fight music. <laughs> Can we double speed it so it's chipmunk style? Because I don't think this is a legitimate fight. I used to keep, used to keep multiple See, that windows. See, or of... you just get like a whole thing of spores pop up and everyone needs to make a con check now. <laughs> yeah. I used to keep multiple windows of Winamp open with themed playlists. Yeah, so, that. so you could just alt-tab over and play from that one. I want, I'd, I'd love to do that because one of my one of my favorite things but that I always had was I guess I am the sound guy, aren't I? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, one of, one of my favorite things is there's That's a game. Okay. I'm the person. I do it with Spotify. I just get premium Spotify and just playlists. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things is I do oh, GM. A, in the modern world. It's so much easier. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah back, back when we were doing either mixtapes or CDs. No, screw that. Now you can just jump on YouTube, Spotify. Even even back in the day when we had a fucking. LimeWire and Napster. Oh, the days of piracy. But, yar, uh, I'm an MP3 pirate. We, we all I'm, did it. I'm it? stealing your intellectual property. But no, <laughs> uh, I had a GM that had a wonderful game. If you've Why ever do we played... have pirate leprechauns now? <laughs> oh, it's me, Particle. The only place is safe is in the open oceans. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming out here for nothing. But no... Now it's just an entire crew of little people. <laughs> they just load each buddy different. When they run out of cannonballs, they load the, each other into the cannons and fire them with helmets. Hey, but you know what? They're practicing safe COVID procedures because they're smaller crowds. They're smaller crowds. <laughs> Do we only count as half a person? <laughs> There's twenty uh, of us here. Isn't that just ten? I'm a bad person. But no, one of my one of the gyms Come that on, I played you with stole that joke from me yesterday. Yes, I did. But I did it while you were drinking. No. <laughs> You bastard. Did did you ever play the board game fight about it? Revenge of Dracula. Or Dracula's Revenge or something like that. It the concept of this board game is is that someone plays as Dracula and they have movements around the board, but you don't see them. They're like hidden mm-hmm. and they lay it out with cards face down so that you can track it and so that you can keep them accountable. Well we had a GM that decided that he just wanted the villain to roam around and you could randomly run into him at any time. Because, like, you could run into the grocery store. You could run into him at, like, the time. He's just doing his daily thing. And you got to figure out who he is to this. So he always had to, like, switch over music. And there's always that one fight song. Was, he always had a CD. And you could always tell if the, the villain was there. Because people would walk in and he would start to reach for the CD to see if anybody would notice the person. would be like, we don't need to go to the smithy right now. 
hand draws back. Like I, when you when we had to, gaming, yeah. When, when you had to use CDs, you had to like. There's a lot of them. Juggling. Yeah. yeah. But at least now, when you have like MP3 players, people don't notice it. You can just spring it on them like a crazy person. Oh man! <laughs> the last time I ran Star Wars. You don't know if he's texting or changing the theme music. <laughs> Belrog. Oh, was he texting? <laughs> Damn it. The last Damn time it. I ran Star Wars, I had I pulled up this droid R2-D2 soundboard. <laughs> oh, no. And it was great because they had this droid that was supposed to be helping them out. And I thought, to me, this sound effect sounded like the droid was saying no. Because it was just R2-D2 going, uh-uh. So I said, I heard no. That my... My players heard, fuck you. <laughs> but, it's a yeah, but after of a no. while, the droid was kind of being asshole-ish, so nuh-uh kind of can turn into fuck you. And so it became this really great thing. Of, and then the, there was from, um, I think it was Attack of the Clones, where uh, R2-D2 is trying to whistle nonchalantly while he's in the droid factory. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, no, when he's doing that, that droid's up to something. <laughs> and it became great. And these sound effects did. They did. That almost, the they almost got to where they were too much. I was going to say, they basically made a character. They almost got to where it was too much. But it was great. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a way to balance it to where it doesn't take away from the story. Um I think I think when it comes to it being too much is setting because you know you can have your high fantasy stuff and people aren't dancing to the bar music. You're not there, there's unless you're playing like Guar or something is the bar music then that will be distracting. But but when you get into a modern day setting, so you have like your your steampunk setting or your you know like vampire or I guess I don't know cyberpunk. I never uh, played Shadowrun. Yeah, Shadowrun. Oh hell yeah. If you have that like. You go into a, a, a rave or something, or like a nightclub, and then you play some contemporary music that has a beat to it. You can distract your players fairly easy with that. I find the secret to that is small label independent artists. Yeah, I was going to say, they suck. Yeah, <laughs> find the obscure shit because yeah. that's really where it's at. Just also, yeah, if- you need to research <laughs> this stuff beforehand, and especially like you get some really good dubstep in there mm-hmm. that no one's ever heard before. You toss that oh, yeah. into a Shadowrun game. Oh, oh man, fuck yeah! Walk into a walk into an orc bar. And all of a sudden, I'm playing melodic death metal. Yeah, <laughs> okay, like it's it's you're never gonna want something where you walk into a a club or something in Vampire the Masquerade and they're playing like Lady Gaga that everybody knows. It might actually be appropriate in the right setting, the yeah, right that's time, the right tricky thing. players. But it's 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 really terrible. The 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 worst thing that can happen is the party derails into a music ensemble. Yeah. Nothing worse than getting a, a cast of uh, players together and all of a sudden they break out into the entire uh, Once More with Feeling Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. It's also dependent upon your players because a lot of the vampire games that I've played in, my husband owns a theater company and a lot of actors will come into it because actors like playing RPGs as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, it's, go it's figure. And, and a lot of them are very musically inclined. And so we had one night where we were like, okay, you go into this club, starts playing, there with the game. Just there with the game. And they're like, oh, let's request songs from the DJ. So they're trying to keep it in character. 
to be able to look up on their phone for other songs. She's like, no, the DJ, the DJ hangs himself. I shoot the DJ. Yeah, DJ's <laughs> done. He goes and hangs himself. That, that's when the, the Mount DJ Damien goes gets out the DJ into a, into a conversation about rubber ducks. I was like, Amalcavian looks at the DJ directly in his eyes. Okay, moving on with the plot. <laughs> the DJ's lost his mind and is slamming his face against the wall. <laughs> Rhythmically. Rhythmically. At but least it's it, it can be done really well and can mm-hmm. be awesome and it can detract from the game. Just like video game sound effects. Oh, yeah. Uh, just how many times we're talking about Okay, give me a jump check, and then all of a sudden, somebody from the side makes the Mario jumping sound. See, yep. in, in my mind, I just heard the uh, Sonic jump noise. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know which yeah. one that always equals with the, the Mario one? Yeah. And maybe it's older. It's, wah! wah Yeah. Woo-hoo! Which is the 64 one. But, the I Yoshi mean, jump. Well, and, and, and like, okay, here's an interesting phenomenon with sound in video games. Um, there are two games, and I've spoken about these games before, but it goes back to a point. There is, I think it's called Dauntless, and then there's Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Yeah. The impactfulness of the weapon is partially dependent on how it sounds when it hits the stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Dauntless is sort of like baby's first Monster Hunter, and everything has the same quack, quack, quack. But when you hit something with the, the uh, like a hammer in Monster Hunter, which is the main thing I use, it has a different sound. It has an impactful oh, sound. And it makes a big difference on how that weapon feels when you use it. I'm a longsword user, but it's and I can tell you the difference between a crit game. or not. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, but it's also the difference between a free-to-play game and a, how much did that cost? Triple-A game. Uh, yeah, triple-A game, so it's like exactly. 60 bucks if you buy it on It's the same way with fighting games, too. Like, one of the dumbest... One thing that ruins a fighting game real quick is sad sounds for each hit. You got it. Got to sound like it's doing damage. Did you remember Fighter Maker on PlayStation One? Yeah, yeah. Three discs to build your fighter, and you could wireframe out your animation. Oh yeah. Oh, that's let's face it. It was really nifty, but it was just too complex for most people at Mm, the time on a system that really couldn't handle it. I didn't mess a lot with it. I'll say that. I we did some stupid stuff like your we super mover. The guy would fold up into a yogi floating position and make the other character bounce across the screen for his throw. Because <laughs> we were stupid kids and not, didn't have the attention span to do good animations that made sense. Oh, God, no. And who would? But, who would make that? But it had something like 800 different punch sound effects. Because yeah. what bouncy physics are some of the well, funnest physics. Well, and even, even just like another one in a genre that is very important to other people, I don't play a lot of it, is anything that has guns in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. can tell in a heartbeat if the game took some time with it, if all the guns, gunshots sound the same, it loses something. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. there was... Your rifle sounds the same as your handgun, as your twenty two, as your... Yeah, there was... And you usually don't get it in things like uh, Battlefield or anything. Battlefield does a good job because it's all about the guns, but you'll get it in things that are like... Uh, uh, Sort of RPGs with guns in them, mm-hmm. like Deus Ex Machina. You'll get it in uh, things like that, and or Bloodlines, things like that, where you can have a gun. They have seven gun sound effects for the entire game. Yeah, and they're just like, well, we hope that you have fun with that, and you're like, it takes me out of it, you know. It, mm-hmm. It's or the sound effects of things breaking or exploding. Yes. 
See, I've always had the problem with that where, like, in RPGs, when you get, like, the big-ass summons, and you're like, alright, big-ass dragon things, makes cool roaring noise, cool, alright, now you have the more delicate, like, ice, you know, sort of dragon thing, same big ass roar as the other one. I'm like, mm-hmm. but you look more Asian, and you yeah. just why? Why are your foley the same? It's 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 sort of a phenomenon <sighs> of ages past because I think it was on memory that games were yes. able to have. Like nowadays, like once again, you're talking about the monsters, the Monster Hunter world. All monsters sound different. Well, like Pokemon had like different roars for every Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, even originally, we're going to supposed to be doing like. Their names, like the cartoon, yeah. they didn't have the space in the in the ram no. in the cartridge for that. But and they, they each got a roar. Yeah, yeah, they and, did. And they kept with that. And I kind of wish they'd go back and they can't now because they have a heritage and everything. Go back and make it to where they just said their names. That would be fun. But back in the day, like I mean, they tried to at least give them the correct syllables. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. To a certain extent, yeah. they like put some Pikachu, into it. at least had like a double syllable, like Pika. Which, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, 8-bit game, pan health, yeah. bravo. Yeah, and that's yeah. one of the ones that got that right. Fuck and yeah. it, it made a difference. Mind you, they, they lost some on every single fight has the same sound and it makes you want to claw your eyes out after a while. But well, there's not is, much you can do about that. Well, that's that. where you start making your own soundtracks because, you know, you're turning down the music on your game because you're driving your mom and dad nuts because they just keep hearing, you know, right? Yeah. Oh, man. There was a road trip I took with the old Game Boy red and blue ears headphones. The ones that made your ears hurt? Made your ears practically bleed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> came back from that road trip, and I'd only taken three games with me, and I beat two of them, but I couldn't beat the last one because it was janky-ass bullshit. <laughs> so, because I'd beaten the first two in the first day, I played the other one the entire road trip. Oh. So came back and I heard that fucking music BGM mm-hmm. for the next like four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well and it's improved somewhat. It's improved somewhat, but there's still points in games where if you get stuck on a point, then you're just gonna hear the same thing over and over. And music and sound effects are supposed to invoke emotion. They're supposed to invoke a feeling. Like you look at Lavender Town. Well, yeah, Lavender <laughs> Town. Lavender you town. look at anything in the Final Fantasy series, anything in like uh, the, the, the Mortal Kombat series, they all, the sounds that are, the the, the music, because Mortal Kombat actually has really good music. You'd never mm-hmm. notice until you play it, but it all invokes emotion. That Killer Instinct CD they gave you, when if you bought the, yes. if you bought the Super Nintendo with the, with Killer Instinct, they'd give you a CD, Killer Cuts by Core. Really? And Do you- that soundtrack was my summer for two yeah. years. Do you remember when they used to give you, like, if you got collector's editions, a soundtrack with it? Mm-hmm. That's how much the soundtrack actually meant Bad. to the game back in the day. Because if graphics weren't as amazing as you wanted to, you had to get to a feeling of ambiance somewhere. You had to get people's emotions, and how did you do it? Yeah. Fucking like, sound. Secret of Mana. Fuck yeah. Oh my gosh, that soundtrack's amazing. Here we go. Just to point out how See, much sounds make going, a difference. I was going to say, one of the uh, soundtracks for a specific game that introduced me into another genre that I still go back to because I'm like, you're such a good soundtrack. I don't care how janky this game is anymore. Wipeout. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who did not discover techno in a better way than through Wipeout? Oh, yeah. There's another one that was like that that was, for me, was Jet Set Radio Future. Hell, yeah. Here we go. Talking about the importance of sound effects and how they stay with you, though. Candice. Now? You're arguably the biggest Mega Man nerd at the table. Arguably. <laughs> we'll fight about this later. <laughs> I ain't got a bone in that fight. But, um, tell me, you're playing a Mega Man core game, yep. and all of a sudden you hear that, uh, what, seven bars of whistle? What is that, Proto Man's thing? <laughs> that is Proto yeah. Man's thing. <laughs> and in the background, I can hear my mother saying, that goddamn little pirate! <laughs> oh, you know what's another one? And I don't know if y'all play this. I've played a ton of this. Did you ever play the DuckTales game? Yes. Yes. Da, 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 da. When you got to the, the moon. moon. The moon. In fact, it was so integral that the new cartoon series, okay? Beautiful series. If you've never seen the DuckTales, the new DuckTales. I love it. There is that song, the moon song, is the song for the, the, the uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie's mother. Uh-huh. That she sings to them, uh-huh. and there's a scene where she's looking up to the stars, wanting to go home, and she's singing that at the same time. I think one of them is singing it to himself to comfort him, and it killed me because I was just all sorts of happy that uh, Gizmo Duck wasn't just Launchpad. Now he's yeah, a, he's he- a Hispanic nerd. Well, and he, I am so happy about this. Gizmo Duck in the original DuckTales was that same character as a bean counter and everything, but I don't think he was Hispanic in that one, but they made no, him Hispanic wasn't. in this He's one. Hispanic in this one. And I think it, it did a lot of good for it. In the same way that... Uh, made me feel high included. Yeah. It, in fact, there, there's... And now we're getting into inclusivity in, in shows. It's a beautiful thing. Like uh, that one female bird. I don't know what she... They meet her in the library. She's all about the supernatural. She has two dads, mm-hmm. and it's not emphasized, it's just in passing. Just in the background. Yeah, and that that's amazing to me. I love that fact. I, I love, I want it to be the point where it's just a background yeah. fact and nobody cares anymore. Yeah, and same way with race. Like, you know that, that I think his name, his name's not Fenton. What is it? The guy that plays Gizmo Duck. Mm-hmm. You know that he's Hispanic because you get to see his, his mom. His mom. And... There's never a plot point about him being Hispanic. There's not a special episode where they go to Cinco de Mayo and have to have him show them around. No, like they, it would have been in the 90s. They don't have to emphasize it like it's some sort of let's all be accepting. They just do by example and accept it as is, as is. And I think it's good representation, but... That's that's just a really good show for that. Yeah, but, but no, the sound music that they incorporated from the old show and the old video games into the show. My daughter was confused as hell. Why? She's watching this on Disney Plus. She's watching it and she's enjoying it and she's like a season in. Yeah. And I go and I sit down in the recliner after mowing the yard and I'm just half passed out drinking water and new episode starts and I sing along with a theme song. How do you know this theme song, Dad? This is a new show. Oh, it's... This song will... That, that and uh, Tailspin. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, me, me and my husband went back and watched Tailspin and the show itself doesn't completely hold up for the plot, but we, we immediately started singing it. 
Okay. Tailspin, Rescue Rangers, uh, DuckTales, even even the Super Mario Super Show. Hell yeah. But okay. that's, that's how integral the music is to the identity of that thing. Yeah. Well, even the 90s shows, like, I can start off a couple bars of this animated series, and both of you will know exactly what it is. I'm going to guess before you say your bars. I'm going to guess Batman. Batman or X-Men animated series? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and that was the Batman. And it's funny because it means so much to people that you can go and there is a group called Power Glove. Mm -hmm. And Power Glove does remakes on a lot of these old TV show soundtracks. And that is one of their best covers. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's There's a ska punk something band, whatever you'd want to call them, that they just do chiptune covers but they're not chiptune. They're the they're the little ska band, the <laughs> Stratosphere or uh, and, and the pause music from Mario Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Yoshi's Island. I've actually never played that one. I wasn't huge on the Yoshi's Island game. I love yeah. Yoshi's Island. And- Always like when that comes on, or you, you can tell the difference between Mario Two and Mario Three. Yeah, oh, the hell sound yeah. comes on. Like you don't have to see it; you know what that is. Because we played hours and yeah. hours on the end of it, but like children. But those, you know, like the the songs for Mario, become as integral to Mario as his stupid hat. Yeah, yeah. Because, but da 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 da. Boom. Yeah. And then anybody in North America who's about our age or even younger can finish that. Like right now, you know, got it, people trying yeah, not to desperately not to yeah, because not to sing along with it. That's Mario. You know what I mean? Like one of the weirdest things was there was a. Yeah. The Stratosphere has a water level cover and all, and it's so good. Oh, really? There was an old Mario game on Game Boy that didn't have that music and it <gasps> felt so out of place. It felt so weird. It, yeah, it Mario was, it was a remake what? or some bullshit. There was a remake of a Nintendo game and they put it in the Game Boy because when the Game Boy first came out. It didn't have enough memory for that much music. Oh. Yeah. So they did it, They did these dumbed down songs and it was like and it was so goddamn weird. Jarring. It, it felt like a ripoff of a Mario game, but it was a Mario game. <laughs> That's weird. Because it's so integral. See, now, because of when I started playing Wrath of the Lich King, that's another, like, set mm-hmm. of music that I can, I just have ingrained in my skull. Yeah. Because Lich King was one of the really good expansions. Yeah. And you would log in and it'd be like... 15 minutes waiting time. 40 yeah. minutes waiting yeah. time. Fine. You know, and I didn't have headphones. I just had the speakers because it was the family computer and everything. Mm-hmm. So you have... And my brother is walking by one day and he goes, how come my video games don't have music like that? I'm like, I don't know. Don't you know, don't play the good ones. Good. <laughs> well, and the, the thing about it is, is it's not only that you don't, it's funny because video game music is not a game. Mu- it's not a music you choose to listen to very readily, because all of us are entertained by it when we first hear it. But uh, it keeps playing and it gets ingrained in your head because I, I don't know. I do have multiple different folders I, I, of I was video say, game music. No, what I mean on is MP3s. Not that you don't choose yeah. to do it otherwise, <laughs> but 
when you turn on the game, the game picks its own music. Yeah. Oh, man. And so... I don't, I don't do it very often, but every five years or so, I pick up last year's Madden game. Yeah. Okay, I don't pick up the new one. I pick up last year's because I get it cheap. Five dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it cheap and I enjoy it for a little while. The last one I picked up was... I think I got 2019 for a PlayStation Plus deal or something. Yeah, you get them all. Like, I think there's a basketball game, 2K20, that's out free right now. But I, I picked up the la whatever the last Madden game I picked up was, which I think was 19. And it didn't have the traditional rock music. It had gone to hip-hop. Oh, okay. Couldn't do it. And the first thing you look up, on Google, when you Google that game, how to shut off the, the music mm -hmm. because it bothered people so much. Yeah. And they later patched it to where you could throw in like the traditional, the gridiron themes from the older Madden games. The first thing people were doing was looking up how to change the music to fit what would fit their oh, yeah. playset. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so weird. If you want to have a weird little experiment, and it, it kind of goes into like changing the, the music when you play a game anyways, just turn off the music. And put on something that's not at all associated with that. <laughs> I had like, a friend. You finish yours, then I have another uh, story about the exact thing. The first Xbox. When I say the first Xbox, I'm not talking Xbox One. I'm talking the big brick. Okay. They're all big bricks. Oh, yeah. But the, first... the, one, the one that had Red Ring of Death problems. Was first <laughs> no, game. that was Xbox 360. I'm talking well, the okay. older one. The big black that. brick. Big I was going to say, that the one, that yeah. one actually had Blue Screen of Death. I yeah. remember that in high yeah. school. Like, okay. I had a friend <laughs> who had that, who had the Xbox, and everybody else had the PlayStation. He had the Xbox. So one of the things that you could do is you could put music on your hard drive mm -hmm. for the Xbox. And play it while you play it. He, this is Andrew, the same Star Wars guy, right? So he had all the Star Wars soundtracks on the game, on his hard drive. He also had Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Mm -hmm. You could set to play the music off the hard drive while you're playing yeah. uh, half-naked girls playing volleyball. So half-naked girls playing volleyball and the Imperial March is going on. <laughs> happened more times than I care to admit. Well, and go ahead and do your story, See, then I'll and, do a story uh, after that. My thing about, you know, when you get sick of the world music, you're like, mm -hmm. I've been grinding this zone for gold or mats or whatever for the past five hours and i am tired of hearing this sad snow music or whatever the hell it is like i have i can listen now to two specific tantric cds and i'm immediately back like and this one part of the game where I'm doing music X quest mm -hmm. because that music has now ground into my head that that's that character and wow, that's her music. Tantric feels weird when I'm not playing wow. Well you know, and yeah. the same thing with like there's, Link one eighty two is Crash Team Racing. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a Papa Roach album that's not one of their bigger ones. Or I think it might have been Love Hate Tragedy. Mm -hmm. The one that had one song that everybody loved and then a whole bunch of meh. Yeah, a lot of albums are like that, but yeah. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that album will always be the soundtrack to a friend of mine's Dragon Ball Z RPG. Nah. He ran that game. And we played that game for like two, three years. And every time he would go to play that game, he put that CD on. Mm -hmm. So now, when I hear that soundtrack, it's Dragon Ball Z. I'm taken back to my terrible ripoff character of Dragon Ball Z and 
Andrew's terrible ripoff mm-hmm. character of Dragon Ball Z and our stupid adventures. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, like, there's there two stories. I'll do one that's like that real quick. Was uh, I I played a lot more competitive Street Fighter Four than I play Street Fighter Five. I just don't play a lot of competitive Street Fighter Five. I don't have the time. Back in college, when I was playing Street Fighter Four competitively stuff, to I'd have to lab a character, and I labbed Ibuki. And when I did that, I you, you got to have like hype music to get you know into the to the moment. So I unfortunately, and this is a a sad sad truth. I listened to Static X. There's nothing wrong with Static X. So what? <laughs> and I had uh, what is it? Hillbilly something was a song. Can't remember which one, but I had that. But one of my favorite little experiments that ever happened was around the same time because uh, Silent Hill came out. And I had a friend who could not play Silent Hill. It was just too creepy. So as a joke, I turned the sound off of Silent Hill. And we put on, uh, uh, what is it? He sings Tiptoes Through the Tulips. Through the Tulips. And played that the whole time. And the game's completely different. Yeah. Then you're just like, yeah. oh, this is just weird. Oh, there's weird little people hiding over there. I probably should shoot them. Oh, look at that. It just completely kills the entire oh, yeah. ambiance, and it makes it playable for my friend, so he can play it with, like, dumb music going on in the background. Uh, one of the things for me is uh, the last time they gave a DLC for the Spider-Man PS4 game. Yeah. I hadn't played the game in months. Mm-hmm. I had to relearn all the controls. I'm getting frustrated at the same boss fights yeah so i was listening to the into the spider-verse soundtrack mm, which is a dang good soundtrack it's a damn good soundtrack but i'm listening to what up danger when fighting the boss because i got tired of that music so i'm listening to different spider-man music because mm-hmm. it's pumping me well, up also it can it can because we were talking about this uh pre-record uh sometimes playing music during the video game to keep you from getting angry at it, mm-hmm. to calm mm-hmm. you down, like, or in the opposite, to pump you up because you know there's some dumb music going on in the background and you can't make some platformer jump. And to be absolutely honest, a lot of those superhero games now, thanks to Batman: Arkham Asylum, have a rhythm to them. Oh hell, Batman: Arkham Asylum, one of the best game series that ever came out. Batman: oh. Arkham City. Mm-hmm. The DLC, where it was just those combat rooms. Yeah. I used to love to put those on and find songs that would help enhance the flow oh, yeah. because of the rhythm. So, mm-hmm. well, and, and like the weirdest one Nightwing, Arkham City, Penguin Lounge, Ricky Martin, Copa de Vida. <laughs> well, that's the crazy thing is because. The rhythm. And I'm chaining all sorts of crazy extra moves mm-hmm. because the rhythm's helping me out on that yeah. stupid well, game. What's amazing about that is that the way they built Ar- the Arkham games is that that combat system, I think, if I am get called out on it if I'm wrong, is called the flow system. Yeah. And it's supposed to have it a rhythm built, to it. It was built for yeah. the engine the flow system was built on was built off of a rhythm game. Yeah. And so, like, you can you can put music to that, and it actually helps. And now all the superhero games are using that same... Yeah, Spider-Man. Even uh, even Assassin's Creed, yeah, Assassin's Creed uses that. that flow system, so music helps. Yeah, and it becomes a part of what we do. And so I think pulling it back, though, like we've we've experienced it so much growing up in video games and in all the media that we use in our hobbies that it kind of just makes sense to have it in a D and D game at times. 
because it makes it familiar and interesting at the same time. Because as much as I can be asked to be imaginative about a lot of things, that enhancement in and of itself can be very memorable, can mm-hmm. trigger things subconsciously yeah. for your players of here's danger, here's safety, you know, all kinds of things. Because we've already had all those those underpinnings of what it sounds like when you find something important out of a chest or when a good mm-hmm. person is in a safe place, like save points. Nothing quite sells your bad guy as hey, uh, eat Dark Lord Helmet just walked on scene and you queue up Imperial March. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's no question. But like another, like I, like I was saying, save points. That's an interesting phenomenon. If you've ever played games like Symphony of the Night, if you've ever played any of the Zeldas, when you get to a save point, oh. you're like in a really high, nice sort of kind of feel to it. And okay. it feels safe. Mm-hmm. And it lets you know without even looking, this is a save point. So whenever you go into, you know, a D&D game and then all of a sudden you go to a field that there's an NPC that you don't want them to question if they're good or bad, play good undertone music that feels safe. And then when they start talking to it, they'll be more pliable into talking to that individual instead of taking out a sword and shanking her and running away. And in my opinion, I think for some people in games, it might just be enough of like an underwriting cue. If you just have like that little bit of music in the background where it's... Where it's not like, oh, you have music playing. It's just background stuff. Yeah, it's subliminal. You know, so it might pull someone out of their phone. And then mm. when you walk into a boss room, just stop it. Oh, yeah, even yeah. the lack of music. The lack of music yeah, can be an indicator. Nothing, nothing quite as cool as when I was running a D&D game and had this background sounds going on for everything. And then all of a sudden I walked into this one area and I just killed all the music, all the sound effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be impactful. What's going on now? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was walking through the uh, forest and there were birds chirping and you could hear the wind in the leaves. And then all of a sudden everything just went dead. Mm-hmm. Because even just, just us as humans, that was, mm-hmm. it's, when a tornado is coming through, you hear the birds singing, even in the middle of the night, which is weird. And then you just hear nothing. And you're like, shit, Mm. the fuck? Yeah. And I mean, so so it begs the question, you know, if you can do it right, it's definitely worth it. You know? It's it's definitely worth it to to add to your game with that. It is, because... It's, It's definitely something that can be done. Again, you can go... You can even go light touch on it. Just... Just, just the sounds of crickets. Just one yeah. one boss fight has one badass rock song in the background. Have it queued up and ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you don't have the commercial. Either get a premium subscription so you can just hit go and it starts up. Put on your pirate hat. Get that MP3. You know, or yeah. just go on YouTube and start it. With the sound off and wait for the commercial to pass. Spend that 99 cents on it from your, your <laughs> Apple Music. Get that one track ready. Uh-huh. Well, and, and you know, there, there, there's a higher, it's, it's a high-risk reward sort of thing. You can, you can wreck a game with it. You can. If you, like, one of my favorite ones that ever happened is uh, one of our GMs had outside sounds, right? 
and it was birds chirping and everything. And he'd always run on outside sounds. And he forgot and kept running it even when we were in the middle of the night. <laughs> doing it, which is like, you go outside, push this play, and we're like, hmm. Hmm. I didn't know these birds would be awake at this time. <laughs> uh, I double check to see if the sun's up. No, it's nighttime. All right, so the birds are insomniac, so just <laughs> go with it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all yes. of a sudden, I've got a character that just wants to kill all the birds. Why? Because they keep me up at night. <laughs> this town is... Children of the night! <laughs> <Well>, Shut up! <laughs> the, the people of this town have horrible insomnia, and they're just like, please, we'll give you gold. Just m- murder the birds. Please kill the birds. Oh... <laughs> uh, then you find out that they're mechanical birds. <laughs> See, now we're just going into it a fun quest. They you shoot kill, one of the balls. You kill the birds, the they're all robots spying on with <laughs> cameras. There's like a tower off of the distance with one wizard who can't leave the tower but hates the town people. So he just <laughs> keeps making mechanical birds to frustrate everyone that lives there. I'll cast spells on them eventually once I get rid of, rid of these bad legs I have. He's just too old. Just staring out a window from a balcony, watching birds fly out from the roof. Yes, I'll keep them up, stupid blacksmith. <laughs> I, w- I would play that game. That would be hilarious. Oh god, it would basically be like medieval Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> I am Dr. Gollum Nick. What? Yeah, I am pear shaped. <laughs> Pear Man. It's a weird name he goes by, but... I hate woodland animals, especially if they are very expedient. <laughs> and they grab rings of silver. <laughs> it seems like you're just ripping something off. Shut up, I'm gonna play the song. And then the Sonic song comes on. <laughs> Y'all approach the castle. You notice that this is a green mound zone. One. <laughs> A small fox with three tails approaches you. Hi, I am, I am Bud Appendage, and I will be your friend. <laughs> You're not even trying. He can fly if he flaps his arms real hard. It's amazing. It's mad. Do 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 do. Oh, copyright. Don't fall in the water. Why did he immediately die? He just fell in the water. Why are these these abnormally head-sized bubbles coming? Is there gas vein underneath this? Is this poisonous? You know what, guys? I don't know that we're ready to go in this area yet. You see those random uh, volleyballs with four spikes sticking out of them. Why do they scream instant death to me? I don't know. Here, touch one. Boink! <laughs> that little boink sound. Oh, the cleric just died. <laughs> you know, uh, as stupid as it is to be talking about this, but you reminded me. Oh, no. Uh, we, we just got the Sonic movie for my daughter. Oh, I love we watched, that movie. We watched it last night, and oh, my God. God, it's not the, the best movie in the world, but I still love it. The Foley work on it, though, was it's amazing. Real oh, yes. Yeah. He'd, he'd drop a ring and you'd hear the sounds, and it was, yeah, it was so right. perfect. Mm-hmm. Except the lip syncing wasn't. Yeah, I, I, I think that was the buffering with the house. I'll, the house trade, off, I'll trade off 
a Sonic that looks like Sonic, but doesn't have good lip reading, instead of a cat skin thrown out of hell. Yeah. Look like yeah. Sonic. They hey, got, everybody wants Sonic the Hedgehog? He has teeth. Okay, I, I'm out. <laughs> I bought that oh. movie because I wanted them to know that I supported the fact that they listened mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is a rarity, and you're just like, oh, wow, thank you. And it did real well for it, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck it. Even though it had Jim Carrey, who I hate. Jim Carrey is a good actor and a problematic person, and I'll leave it at that. Jim Carrey is great when you're 10. Jim Carrey <laughs> is a good actor. Go watch number 23 or um, The Majestic. Jim, Majestic's okay. Jim Carrey he, he's is kind of sidetracked into one specific role of which I cannot stand in certain movies. He he did well with just, what is it over the moon or something where he played the the comedian. Um, See, I like oh the, uh, man on the moon though. Man on the moon he played. Uh, and then in and the one where he stuck tangerine. A, I don't know. There, there's the one where he is in the dome and it's a TV show. The Truman Show. The Truman, the Truman show. show. I like that one, but I still hate him. He's a good Just, actor. Yeah, he, I can't get past the mask. Pegged, he gets pegged into a lot of rubber face roles. Yeah, yeah, I can't get past the mask or Ace Ventura. Yeah, those two, I just like when you're ten, those are hilarious, and then you're ashamed. My brother, you found okay, as my ten, brother as ten, watched I a copy of Ace Ventura so much that I recorded over it. I put tape over it and recorded over it. Oh yes, thank God. Well, <laughs> but I mean, there you go. Like sound effects, I can still hear this. Half the stupid stuff that happens in the mask. The mask is a fun movie once. <laughs> once. <laughs> I don't ask I me why you say about Schindler's List, dude. Yeah, I have no idea <laughs> why. For some reason, I was thinking Tangerine, but the uh, one movie that he was in, uh, Eternal Sunshine, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Spotless Mind. Oh, that is such a good movie. Yeah, yeah. it is. Quick that movie carried his acting, his shitty acting. Quick. <laughs> is that movie a comedy? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Is it a drama? Uh uh-uh. uh. Is there parts that you should be laughing at? Yeah. Yeah. Tasha and I were the only people laughing in our theater at the funny parts. Yeah, there's they, no accounting for good taste not, in movies. Yeah. They're so hilariously terrible. Like these people that are just. <laughs> they missed the entire point of that movie. We're oh, watching. Tasha and I are just actually enjoying the movie. Mm-hmm. And there are people yeah. who are like. See, What's and I watched on? it. I watched it in a religious film class of all things in college. Really? Yes. Well, I mean, it has deep philosophical <laughs> it has underpinnings good about philosophical. Yeah. Underpinnings. Are are we? It, it, it. You know what? No, I'm not going to go. It's going <laughs> to go down a rabbit hole about the identity of self and if it's dependent upon memories. Uh, we I'm are going to veer away from min- that. We are at 58 minutes. We do not have time for no, a deep bi- philosophical diatribe. No, but we. There, see, there's a sound effect that worked. <laughs> okay, I want to do that. This is a fun experiment. If you're listening to us, and bless your soul if you are, here, have a fun little experiment. Well, not right now, it's COVID, but once COVID's gone, go into a large area and either do the, the level up sound from Final Fantasy, uh, start the Mario song, or just, just see how many people you can get that just out of habit. It's like a Pavlovian response. No shit. Well, just, you know. This reminds me of the story of the of the con-goer's mom. See, in my opinion, one of them that you could also do would just be to do the link opening a chest sound. You know what one of the first... 
Yeah. You know, one of the first things that that had that ability in mankind's history that we know of is? Uh. Shaving a haircut. Two bits. Do you know where it came from? You don't, because no one actually does. The first time it shows up is in the in the 1880s. After really? that, we don't know. <laughs> Somebody just did but it. But it just me. has this weird hypnotic mood, like, da-da-da-da-da. bum See, you can't not <laughs> fill it in in your head. Because we're all tunes. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, because we're all tunes. But Come no. Come on, but- we all grew up with Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. But, no, I was just referencing the Roger Rabbit thing. Yeah, the Roger no, Tunes can resist shaving a haircut. But it was God. That movie is horrifying. Oh, I love I love Christopher Lloyd. The man man's not a great actor, but I love him. <laughs> he's just oh, Chris Jim Carrey. Yeah, from, he's just Jim Carrey from another decade. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but he made enough movies that I like. <laughs> but no, but that's one of the things. A lot of these these sounds that we get in video games and stuff are actually. You know, engineered to be earworms or to yeah. be something that sticks in your head. And one of the first ones was always the shave and a haircut. You can do that for anyone. Do da 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 da, da and walk away. And someone, and someone is going to either somewhere going to scream out, bop bop. Yeah, or you don't knock, even have to say or the knock words. Knock on a table yeah. or stomp a foot it, or it, clap. It, it has its own taboo about it. Like not our generation, but you get in older generations. And it's partially part of what the knock on wood thing is, is that you have to go dink, dink on wood at the end of it, or it's bad luck. <laughs> it is so ingrained into the culture and into the minds of people just with the sound of it. It's like walking into any group of about our age and maybe a little bit younger and starting to sing, I want to be the very best. best. That, oh, that made it into a presidential run for one man. He quoted wow. the lines to the Pokemon movie theme song. Do you know who that was? He's now our Secretary of Housing. Uh, See, for some reason, I want to say that like Obama the, the, had something like that. No, written the sleepy African American. I can't remember his name now. That's not oh, horrible. Um, the the one that's a former brain surgeon now. What, yeah. What, what the fuck's his name? <laughs> he quoted the Pokemon. Theme music at near the end of his run for presidency in one of his speeches. I kid you not. But that, that that's how ingrained Pokemon is, is that instead of writing your own speech, you can take a step into this and it'll be just as impactful. I'm not knocking him for doing it. It's kind of ingenious because he got a ton of publicity. He didn't he didn't get the nomination, but yeah, like you could you can start works. up certain songs. You can start up certain songs and just people I see. I but, had joked about doing that before at work, and just seeing them like, how many there, people can I get to do this? There was a time. There was a. There was a thing on. Um, what is what is the work pseudo Facebook thing? What is that called? The work pseudo. Oh, Flow? Yammer. Yeah. Yammer. Oh, yeah. I hate our yeah. company's Yammer. Yeah. I went into the Yammer and started it once, just to see how long it would go. They finished the song. What, the Pokemon one? Yeah. Did you I, just I start, just, just I want to be the just, very best? That's all I did. I just put in a post, I want to be the very best. <laughs> that was it. The, the, no one ever was. <laughs> and we're off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the weird thing is, is that that is so synonymous with Pokemon and Game Freak, you know, and all. Oh, but yeah. 
That's not in the games. <laughs> not at all. No, it's not, not, not at, at all. all. It's one hundred percent the cartoon. It's kind of disappointing because I play a ton of Pokemon right now. Ever since the DLC came out, because once again the competitive spirit in me was like, I need to go back to running competitive Pokemon because I'm yeah. broken. And so <laughs> my husband's sitting there, and my husband, by the way, wants to cheat Pokemon and make him, and I won't let him. I have to EV train him and do what? all that, and it makes him mad. <laughs> but it's so weird going through the whole game, and that there's not a sniff of ash. There's not that song, and Red it's still would weird. Ash's ass, yeah, yeah he would. Yeah. But there's not that. Red is a whiny little bitch, and, and we all know it. And that ash is a whiny little bitch. Right, Red is it. awesome. Sorry. But it's so, yeah, yeah. so, and you can see why it's Tired. so Shush. connected to Pokemon because they make hints out of it in the movie. Huh? Like, in fact, the whole basis of the movie is the Mewtwo story. And they have that song because that song is so iconic. I don't remember where it was in the movie. Oh, man. One of the movies, my daughter's found the movies are on Amazon Prime or something right now. Oh, not the one so, where Ash does. Oh yeah, they they, they made a new oh, one of that. They, they remade that one on CGI. Oh, it hurts. And <laughs> but my daughter is watching all the Pokemon movies, and I can't remember which one, but one of the Pokemon movies had the lavender sound sound. Oh yeah, playing in a creepy oh. moment, and it's like oh. Well, okay, I'll give you an example from a movie that if the most emotionally rendering. A thing can be has to have sound. It just has to. Oh, Coco. Yeah, hell yeah. If that song didn't exist, that movie that movie would never register with me. But if that song goes off, me, I get emotional. My husband just loses it. I used to send yeah. him the text messages with that sound, mm-hmm. just to fuck with him. Yeah, <laughs> but that's how much sound means. To oh us. man. Oh yeah. We were. Oh, I don't remember what I was playing or what I was running. I was running a D&D, I was running a something, and I needed creepy music. It was, I think it was a shadow run, because I pulled up a Pokemon, or a, a Lavender Town Trapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, somebody played house music. Yeah. And, and I pulled that up for my creepy music. Yeah. And my players couldn't identify it at first. But they're like, oh my god, something's going wrong. Something, something's terrible. Mm-hmm. Something's, something's fucked up's about to happen. And then he asked me after the sh- after the game session, "What music did you use to wig us out like that?" Oh, it was uh, somebody's house uh, blend, uh, uh, house house, house techno mix off of the Lavender Town music. Yeah, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Lavender Town, like, oh yeah, it fits. It fits, oh, and, and that it has... fucking part of the story. Like as a kid, you're playing through it, and you're like, "He lost his mom." <laughs> Yes. I need to find his mom. <laughs> Fuck you, Ratata, mom. <laughs> oh my god! Because oh, who was it? Someone's Pokemon died. And that's where they your, all your rivals. Your rival lost his Ratata, and they're, yeah. and they're not certain if he if it died or what. The, yeah, they never like confirmed it, but there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of theories Pokemons. about that. Yeah, uh, they're, they're the Pokemon power. Yeah. Like, thanks for giving me an existential crisis as a child. Thank you. Oh, it's just like, it's just meaningless. And we're all going to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just pops open a lid. And it's like da 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 da. Existential crisis. <laughs> oh, look, our huh? child is at the back playing Pokemon, and he's trying to rap, uh, grapple with the understanding of his own mortality. How beautiful is that? <laughs> Oh, God, we're all going to end like that rat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? 
we can turn that around. We can all feel invincible. True. <laughs> I got a star. I don't care. There's a thing up there. Don't care. It's the same thing with like the stupid hammer sound. If you have the hammer and that sound comes on, you're like, yeah. If you don't have the hammer, like if you're in Smash Brothers, you're like, that's what death sounds like. Oh, no. Well, I hope we made an impression on how important music and sound effects can be. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I do, too. I hope that this is worth it, because, uh, hey, we're back! Yeah! <laughs> Yay! They and no longer having an existential crisis. And we're all, yeah, Pokemon, damn you. Well, depending on the day. True. Um, but... This is the end of our episode. We're going to thank Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com for providing our music that we find very important. True. Uh, and we hope than that you enjoy it as much as we do. Because it's fun as hell. Boat Kobe song. <laughs> and we hope to see you next week. We'll be back. Indeed. Sorry for the time off. But we're back. Bye. And not dead. Yep. 2020 didn't kill us. Yes, other people. <laughs> Knock on wood. Save on a haircut. Do this. Motherfucking 2020. <laughs>